0: In this video, I'm going to share with you seven roles of leadership that can dramatically help you improve as a leader. Welcome to The Coach's Corner, where we share content on leadership and peak performance in sports, business, and life. I'm Mike Van Hooser. Based upon our work with elite athletes and business leaders and entrepreneurs, we've identified in our research and also in our coaching with them, seven critical roles of leadership and these are essential roles that can help you dramatically improve as a leader. You don't have to be perfect in all of the roles, but if you wanna create the most value and you wanna have the most impact on your people and the people that you lead, you need to be aware of these roles, leaning into the ones that you're stronger in and working on the ones that you can improve in. I think you'll find that there's several that resonate with you and several that you think, wow, I, I didn't really know about that role and I need to explore more and how to improve on that. So with, with all of that said, let's go ahead and jump into the content and look at the roles. And I want you to be thinking about which ones resonate with you, which ones are maybe inherent in your character, and which ones are ones that you want to improve on after this. So let's get right into it. So as you see here, we have a wheel that basically is a model for our leadership roles. And we'll start at the top and deal with the first one. And these are not in priority order, uh, but just the order that we want to cover today. So the first one is the lead learner. And leadership is a lifelong process. Life is a, a, a lifetime of learning, something that you want to do for a lifetime. And we've found that the best leaders are those that are lifelong learners not ones that hit a point in stage in their life or a level in in their career where they say i've arrived but those leaders who are constantly striving to learn more i know back early in my career i consumed as many books on leadership as i could and i went to hear as many speakers as i could on leadership drawing insights from each of their talks and the different books that i read and that formed the leadership uh, principles and kind of thesis that I live my life on and some of the principles that I continue to share and that we continue to share in our coaching and in the work we do with people. But I wanted to learn a lot about leadership because it was a passion of mine. And I was also fascinated by what motivated people. We constantly have to keep learning. And I think, again, no matter where you are in your journey in life, you wanna work for a leader, and you wanna be a leader that's a lifelong learner and we'll talk about some questions for each of these roles but i think as a uh, the leader as learner or lead learner you're out there blazing a trail you're showing how to learn how to grow and you're encouraging others to do that in the process you're also sharing information freely you're not holding or hoarding information but you're sharing that with the people to help them grow faster in their career leaders who are, are lead learners are also vulnerable and that's not often a trait or a characteristic trait that we associate with being a leader Uh, but being vulnerable being authentic being able to say I don't know what do you think about that is important because you want to follow a leader that has clear vision about where you're going but you also want to follow leaders and be a leader who is open to other ideas and a lead learner is definitely open and vulnerable to asking that question and putting themselves out there so that you can get the best ideas and the best solutions. The second role of leadership that I wanna talk about as you go around the wheel is the activator. And again, if you listen to the podcast or watch the podcast on YouTube here, uh, as far as uh, my favorite role, we covered this in the Monday Morning Moment segment, and activator is my favorite one. Uh, Again, as we described on that, activator is like a point guard in basketball. The leader's activator knows when to shoot and when to score. And if you think about great point guards, they know the right play to make at the right time. They know if their teammates aren't strong in certain areas or they need to step up in a certain area, they're going to do that. And then they know when to facilitate, you know, when to pass the ball. And just as in basketball, in business and life and other areas in leadership, you need to know when to score yourself and then when to score through other people. And it's important to understand that delegation is a big part of being an activator. But it starts with knowing the strengths of your people. Do you know the strengths of your people? Do you know how to set them up for success? And do you know when to uh, give up responsibility to allow them to shine and to have the greatest impact, creating capacity for you and for them, and the most value for the organization as well, or your team so activator again my favorite role Uh, i would say it's the most important um, but it's definitely one of the seven that you, you need to be aware of and engage in and embrace in as well as you go around the wheel we've separated out the leader's coach the leader's counselor and the leader's mentor and you could argue that all of these are really one role you could say well leader's mentor is a great coach a great counselor but we've separated those because I think it's important to understand the distinct difference between them. It's a subtle difference, but it's important to understand why these are important and how you can grow in each of them. So let's break them down. The leader is coach. Again, a coach gives you know both positive and constructive feedback when it's necessary, and they understand the art and science of leadership. If you think about a great coach in sports, they understand not only the X's and O's of plays or you know the, the technical discipline of what they're trying to coach and the players they're trying to coach, but they also know the art of you know getting a player to trust their abilities, to trust what they're saying, to go out and perform on game day. And the same is true about leadership and business and life. We have to know again the strengths of our people, but we have to coach them in a way that's not only gonna help them technically and uh, help them kind of the science of leadership, but also the art of leadership. How do you build confidence? How do you provide feedback that's gonna help them trust their abilities and, and trust you know, that they can go out and do the job? And coaching is all about that. It's being able to answer questions, and, but also giving that feedback, and you wanna coach them to greatness. The, the next role of leadership is a counselor, and it's similar to the coach, but counselor is really a great listener. I think when we think about you know, a great counselor in life, we think about advice and we think about that person who's always giving great advice and speaking. But great counselors are great listeners. And if you've ever sought counsel from somebody, if you've actually been to a counselor, you understand that that person is listening to then provide advice when needed or necessary. And I think that's really key. Let me say that again. A great leader, who's a a leader as a counselor, is listening empathically and showing empathy and is actively listening, but only providing advice when it's needed or necessary. And I think in my leadership journey and the leadership journey that I see for people that I coach, a lot of times we want to step in and, and somebody's kind of mid paragraph and describing what's going on with them. And we want to jump in immediately and say, oh, no, I, I know exactly what you're going through. You know, I went through that 20 years ago and let me tell you what to do. You need to do this, this, and this. And if you've been on the receiving end of that conversation, and I know I have at times, you don't feel heard and you don't feel understood. And maybe all you wanted was somebody to to listen. And then when you asked advice, to give you kind of insight based on what they heard. So it's really key that as a leader, we develop as a counselor and develop good listening skills. Not only that we're actively listening to somebody and we're present, but also that we're showing empathy in that and that we provide the right advice but only if it's necessary and only needed. And there's some sessions you might have with a person where you're just there to listen and they're there to vent and then you move on and move past that. And then there's other times when you can lean in and provide advice. The next role that's similar to this is the leader as mentor. Again, mentoring and coaching are very similar, but to me, mentoring is kind of a systematic process of guiding somebody in a technical discipline or in a path of growth. And so as you're doing that, you're scheduling regular check-ins. There's a process that you're navigating. A lot of times somebody may come to you and say, hey, can you mentor me in this? And it may not be just a one-time thing. In fact, most of the time, it's an ongoing type of relationship that it it could be in the technical discipline of what they're trying to learn regarding business or whatever you do, but it may just be, you know, discipling that person or helping them grow in principles and characteristics or teaching them how to be a a better leader. And so it's an ongoing you know process where it's a two-way street. They're bringing questions and things that they want to learn. You're bringing insights and your perspective around that. You're asking questions as a mentor as well. And it's not just the maybe great advice that you possess, but it's the the opportunity to be present, be there for them, and to know that they've got your back, that you've got their back, and uh, that you're there for them as well. And mentoring again fast tracks the process of growth and leadership as well. So again, going you know, c- continue to go around the wheel. Uh, the leader is designer is the next one, and I love this role. Um, it's tied a little bit to the activator because in an activator again you're leading yourself and you're leading through other people and again knowing the strengths of people but you also want to set them up for success and the leaders designer is the role that helps to set them up for success. Again if you think about a great coach who designs a play and designs the right play and um, knows again where to put people in the right positions this is what the leader's designer does. And you position them to, to make the right plays and you draw up the right strategy or the right process or the right play uh, to help them succeed and the people in the right position to take on the right roles. Designing is uh, kind of a behind the scenes um, type of thing. We often talk about in our workshops, uh, Sir Jonathan Ive who for years was maybe in the shadow of Steve Jobs as Apple was growing and designing great products and releasing great products. And you would often see Steve Jobs at the conferences talking about the next big thing that Apple was coming out with. But behind the scenes, and if you use Apple products, most of the Apple products that you've used was somehow influenced or impacted by Jonathan Ive, who he and his team of chief designers, as he served as the chief designer at Apple, was focusing on that. Designing things that we would love, we'd use, uh, and that would influence and impact our lives as well. But it was a more of a behind the scenes role. He's since you know, gotten recognized and a lot of more people know who he is. Uh, but again, he loved designing. And I think as a leader, you need to understand how can I design the best culture, the best workplace, and the best team where people can survive, not only survive, but thrive and focus on bringing their best every day. And the final role of leadership, the seventh role, is the leader is servant leader. Again, I think this is one of the the most important. It's a foundational role. I was in a workshop one time, and again, I had told them these weren't in priority order. But when I said how it was a foundational role to every other one, somebody asked, well, why didn't you talk about that first? And I think it's key because this one is foundational to all the other six. It's the spirit of leadership. It's the heart of you as a leader. And if you have a servant leader's heart, then you're going to activate and embrace and engage in all of these other roles. Um, you're gonna be able to be more willing to offer advice. You're gonna design the right environment. You're going to mentor people on an ongoing basis and take time to do that. You're gonna take time to listen to people. You're gonna hear what they're saying and what they're not saying. You're gonna you know, coach them to greatness. And you're gonna learn and be with them in the process. So servant leadership is really important. And I think you have to, as Ken Blanchard said, turn the pyramid upside down. He often talked about this, how an org chart is uh, you know, often a pyramid and the leader sits at the top and then all these people report to that leader. But if you think about it, if you're responsible from an org chart perspective for a lot of people, then as he said, you need to turn that org chart upside down and be at the bottom of that and if you're responsible for those people not sit there at the top and say well y'all report to me y'all need to serve me but to turn the pyramid upside down and to serve them and it's you know asking several questions along the way you know how's it going what challenges are you facing how can i help you and you know how can i serve you and what do you need from me and so there's some basic questions as a servant leader that you need to engage in and understand and make sure that you know about but also know, you know what's being said, what's, being not, what's not being said, and be, come from a place of leadership, that not, not from a place that people you know, think they have to serve you and you expect that of them, but you're there to serve them. You're responsible for them and responsible for um, the environment to help them thrive. So again, seven roles of leadership. Let me share with you some questions regarding each one that you may take away from today. And then we'll conclude with you know how you can apply this as well. I think you know the first question, if you think about the lead learner, is how can I grow as a leader? So a lead learner is all about growth and learning. So lead learner, leaner, lead learner always ask, how can I grow as a leader? If you think about the activator, it's how can I give up control as a leader? Being an activator, you're not gonna be passive, you're gonna be active in not only in leading th- yourself, but leading through other people. But a lot of times the challenge for you know a leader in, in this role is to give up control. And you have to do it responsibly and in the right way when people are ready. But I think it's important to, to grow them and develop them and to also help them to you know, give up responsibility and for you to personally give up control which may be hard, but to give up control to them and allow them to take on more responsibility. The next role, a great question to ask is, the third one is coach, how can I coach others and grow the confidence of others as a leader? So if I'm thinking about, again, coaching them to greatness and I'm thinking about the art and science of leadership, the leader as coach is how can I grow the confidence of the people that I lead? A counselor is how can I engage more and listen better as a leader? So how can I engage in the conversations and listen better? Great counselors listen well and they're active listeners. And again, they show empathy in that. So as a counselor, as leader's counselor, how can I engage more and listen better? The next uh, leadership role mentor is how can I develop as a leader? So how can I develop as a leader and how can I develop others as a leader? If I'm mentoring others, I want to make sure that I'm active in their development. So, and again, it's not jumping into somebody's office and saying, you know, uh, or on a Zoom call, as we've been on for most of the time and saying, you know, I'm going to develop you. I'm going to mentor you. You need to learn this and this. But I think it's having an ongoing conversation with them, identifying areas of growth, sharing that with them and asking them. What role do you want me to play in that, and how can I help you to develop as well? The leader as designer is how can I set up others for success. So if you think about that again, designing is all about putting them in a position to succeed. So the question you have to ask on leaders designers: How can I set them up, others up for success? How can I set up the people that I lead for success? And then. The last one, servant leader, a great question to ask is how can I serve the needs of other people as a leader? And you have to be present to know what the needs are. And sometimes they're spoken, sometimes they're unspoken. So listening well to what's spoken, what's not spoken, understanding the culture, being in tune with that, being in tune with your people and what's important to them will allow you to position yourself to ask this question and answer it to be able to serve the needs of other people. So, again, some great questions. These seven roles of leadership are key. And so, now I want to ask you, you know, which roles uh, did re- resonate with you? Which roles do you feel like you're strongest in? And we sometimes will post a quiz on our website to help in that leadership question and then talk about that more in our workshops and our courses. And most of the time, what we find is that there will be one or two roles. Maybe three roles that resonate with you the most and that you find you're strongest in. And then there may be a couple that, well, I didn't really you know, get that or I, I'm aware of it, but I think I'm kind of right in the middle on. And then there are others that are opportunities for you to improve in. So again, application of this today is I want you to think about what are the top two or three roles that you're strongest in and lean into those. Leverage those to be a better leader and continue to leverage those. And then ask yourself, what are the maybe one or two roles that I can improve on, that are areas and opportunities for improvement, and how can I grow in each of those roles? Again, you don't have to be perfect in all of these roles. And again, this isn't the perfect leader as far as you know somebody who does all of these seven roles. It's a more complete leader, I think, who is aware and engages in these roles. And you need to be aware of them to create the most value. So being aware of them, leaning into the ones that you're strongest in, and then improving in the areas that you can improve in to have greater value and greater impact on the people that you're leading every day. I hope you found this content valuable. Again, we'd love to help you more in coaching and some of the workshops and coach uh, courses that we have, so check out our website at www.mikevanhooser.com. We have a lot of uh, g- great resources through the blog, the p- podcast. You may be consuming this on YouTube or on the Apple podcast as well. well. We'll put a link to the description on our website around this and also on the YouTube page as far as how you can you know get more insight and gain more information around how we can help you go further faster channel's all about developing leaders in sports business and life so i want to encourage you to do this to apply what we've talked about today lead well people are counting on you to be a better leader and to help them develop as leaders as well so don't give up the journey don't give up the fight Continue to focus on being a better leader, making a meaningful impact with your life every day, and making the most of the moments in your life.